Thanks so much for letting me fuck your mum. Please enjoy this toaster. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell fire. Fucking hell fire. Fucking hell fire. That was Neil Warnock there. What a fantastic song. Um, welcome to episode 28. Is that right? Are we on 28? That's correct. This is episode 28 of Your Dad. That's right. I said that. It's Your Dad. Welcome to the podcast. I'm George Poynton, as always. I'm Dan Linney. I'd rather have a bowl of... Coco Pops. You're getting it now. You're getting how this yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's not... It doesn't really work, but that's okay. Well... Why, why doesn't it work? Why, what would you rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops than? Well, anything. What, than That's, anything else? Than anything in the world, right here, right now, I'd rather have a bowl... Rather than, honestly, doing this podcast, I'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops. <laughs> that's the, that, they've had to cut, cut down the quote, but that's the full song. <laughs> Instead um, of doing this podcast, I'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops. <laughs> it's, just not, it's just not catchy enough. It's just not catchy enough. Why is it... Hmm. Um, Dan, I've heard some rumours. Shoot. Is it true that your dad struggles to eat certain soups? Any specific ones in mind? I would imagine the ones, like any sort of uh, gazpacho soup that's cold, he slurps that down, it. not yeah. a problem. Uh, but anything hot... He he has sensitive lips, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. You know, he's mm. um he's he's got a tough exterior. He's got a hard shell. Um, mm. but you know, we've all got our vulnerabilities, and yeah, he has some problems with some soups, <laughs> i.e. Malakatoni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Thank you for clearing that up. I've just heard that your dad drinks Shannon Blanc. Who the hell is Shannon Blanc? <laughs> it's a French bird. Uh, <laughs> I will. Sh- I will sh- confirm. He's married. He does not drink any other woman. Fair enough. That's 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 cleared that one up. Thank you. Good. Uh, is it true that your dad? Oh, I've heard around school. Uh, yeah. Your dad's frigid. <laughs> um, I I'm in no position to confirm or deny. I know, and it's true. It's well true. <laughs> didn't need didn't need to consult me on that one. No, I was I was only asking as a courtesy, but I know. <laughs> Sat here with my little leather-bound book, writing little rooms about your dad at work, just to be met with, I've heard your dad's frigid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, have you got any more? Have you got any more rooms? Yeah, well, I just, I just wanted to let you know, because uh, I don't know if you're aware or not, but um, Walker's Crisps are running one of their new promotions where you can submit your own flavours, and then they pick <laughs> the best ones, and they run a competition to yeah. see which one gets made. Um, your dad's submitted three. Uh-huh. Um, first flavour... Cup of tea. <laughs> Cup of tea, Chris. Uh, second one, 20 Benson Edges. Yeah. That's, that's his sort of, that's his curveball. He's not sure about that one. And the last one, and he's made quite a few calls to head office because he hasn't heard anything back yet. He just sh- simply shouts down the phone, salt. Because uh, he's not, he doesn't really know what ready salt it is. So as far as he's aware, salt is not yet a flavour. Um, How can salt say, be unready? <laughs> of course he's ready um, so you know best of luck to him with all them three I'm, I I like the sound of all of them to be honest I'm really excited to taste tea crisps 
Cut the tea. <laughs> cut, cut the tea. That uh, honestly sounds like his idea, but uh, he, he has elaborated smoke. in brackets uh, against a cup of tea. He's put milk, two sugars. Uh, oh, builder's tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I, ha- I hate that. I bought, I bought a cup of tea from um, Cafe Nero the other day. And they do that thing where they go, can I go, can I have a tea, please? And they go, um, we've got English breakfast. Is, oh. that, is, that, is that tea? Like, that, I'm so asking it, you. Uh, this is what I learned, because when I went to Canada, yeah. they told me, they were like, oh, you're English. I was like, yeah, like, hmm. if you want a cup of tea. Ugh. It was like 8.30 in the morning. I was <laughs> fucking hanging. I went, yeah. They went, English breakfast, that's your famous cup of tea. You went, well, get me. A cup of tea, you can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, English breakfast is that, basically. I, I, I hate the phrase builder's tea. I'm so sorry what, that I've said it. What do the, what do the proles drink? What's that <laughs> mucky little mixture they like? Builders, aren't they? They're all builders and scaffolders. That, the tea that they drink, get in one of those. Tastes like diabetes, but looks like rubble. <laughs> I want you to make make a tea as you would, and then if you can sort of spit in it and throw it against the wall, that's that, and then serve that, and they'll they'll gobble that down. They love that. Give, the builders give that to the tradies. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, Dan, we've got a we're bringing back questions from a famous, from a famous man. man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not the famous man that I've been hounding. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I'm going to call him out right now. Um, I've been I've been talking to Alistair Green, uh, funny oh, guy you, on Twitter. You're going with it. You're going yeah. with it. Uh, funny guy on Twitter. Um, we've been back and forthing, and he sent me a message on Monday that just said, mm-hmm. do you like how long it's taking me? <laughs> That's yeah. it. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't like how long it's taking no. me. No. I, I mean, look, it's, add, it's adding an element of suspense to my life, because whenever you send me a voice note, I sort of think, is this going to be it? No. Um, no, it's not. It's normally Scouse Mouse or William H. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but we do have a question from a famous man. Uh, Go for it. This is a question from uh, another guy. Uh, basically, I've, I've all of my pool of famous people that I know is empty <laughs> now because I've got Sam Delaney came on. Yeah. And now the other guy I did the UIN's podcast with, Roshane sure. Thomas, is now the famous man. So let's, uh, let's have his question. All right. This is from Roshane Thomas. Hi, my name is Roshane Thomas and I'm the West Ham correspondent for The Athletic. So this is my question, guys. Let's say, right, you notice there was £100,000 in your bank account. Would you inform your bank to let them know? Or would you just spend the money and hope they don't contact you? That's my question. What would you do? Um, Great question. Yeah, it is a good question. Basically, so you wake up tomorrow, 100k, honey k, Mm -hmm. in the account. Yeah. Do you tell your bank? No, I go straight to like if I'm thinking like I'm walking myself through my normal morning. Mm-hmm. Um, my first pit stop is Uppercrust in Paddington Station. The little like pastry booth. Yeah, oh, big time. Big honey time. K. Let me just clarify: <laughs> one honey K, and you've gone. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Uppercrust. Let me put it. Let me put it into perspective. Mm. Cheese and onion slice, Greg's. What are you paying down there? About £1.60, £1.80? Something like that? <laughs> We're not in London, lad. We're not, <laughs> not in London, London down here, boys. That is a London London pastry. I do not right, pay well, that. How, how much are you paying for a cheese and onion slice down there? 
115. 115? Yep. I need to move. Um, yeah, well, do. either way, I mean, £1.80 is the sort of going rate for a, mm-hmm. a, a cockney geezer down here. The upper crust equivalent of a cheese and onion slice, £3.80. That, so, that is yes. too much money. Yeah, with 100 grand in the bank, I'm joining the elites. I'm buying my pastries in upper crust. Yeah. Um, and then I'll nip over to the Paddington gift shop and get myself about 20 grand's worth of... Little <laughs> of stuffed bears. Yeah, a little, like you can get like a full adult-sized costume. I'll get a load <laughs> of stuffed bears. <laughs> um, Hello, is that Mr. Linney? Hi. Hi, Mr. Linney. Uh, it's Nat West here. Um, <laughs> we've noticed there's been a, a problem on your account. So £100,000 has been added to your account, and that was an issue on our mistake. Oh, right. But the, but the withdrawal's in your account, sir. <laughs> um, it says... £91.70 on a life-size Paddington Bear costume. Yeah, oh, no, I don't... I, I, no, no idea. <laughs> You're in the costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that is peculiar. That is peculiar. That is weird. What's Oi, Marmalade! <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think, genuinely, anyone that calls their bank is a prick. Yeah. That, yeah. Those, that situation never happens. In life. No. And if it ever was to happen to you, just, you're, you're one in six billion that that's happened. Just fucking mm. go out, life-size pants and bear costume, couple of upper crusts. I think, well, I had this, when I had this question sent to me, my original thought, I thought I was so fucking smart. I said to my girlfriend, I went, I went, what, uh, what would you do? And she went, I'd probably get too scared and, and call the bank. But I went, do you know what I'd do? call the bank and go, listen, someone has deposited 10 grand into my account. Ooh. Thinking, going like, I'll get some reward money and get to keep the 90k. And they went, and then she just brought me to the attention of going like, great. So the bank would go, thank you so much for bringing that to your attention, sir. Let me just get your account up now and we can yeah. see. And the bank would go, hang on, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> the bank aren't going to go, oh, save, yeah, Monzo us that 10 grand then. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> um, I, I look. I, I'd keep it, but I'd be too afraid to spend it. Yeah, I, I'd wait fourteen days. Do you remember? When I, do you remember when I sent you that toaster? <laughs> yeah, I still use yeah. it. <laughs> uh, do you know I've what? Got, I've, I've, I don't know how long I've had that toaster, but I've only yesterday found that there's like a really fucking sick thing it does where you can mm. peek inside <laughs> the toaster to look at what. Look at what's going on in there. It toasts spread. I've been using it as a hat all this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to now tell that toaster story, but I'm going to change the punchline to make it more accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, tell the, I'll tell the toast story. I got, I got a toaster uh, wrongly delivered to my work. Um, and I left it on the shelf for like three weeks. It was a John Lewis package. I left it on my shelf for about three weeks. And I thought, okay, well, that's really... I mean, that's exciting, like an unknown yeah. package. That's, that's tempting, to say the very least. And it sat there for about three weeks, and I sort of loosely forgot about it. And then about six weeks later, I was sorting some stuff out of work, and I came across it again. I was like, oh, shit, is that parcel? So I opened it up, and it was a, a four-slice, I mean, you know, it was a mm. four-slice Kenwood toaster. So I, uh, I thought, okay, well, I don't need a toaster, but hey, I've got a pal there who's just moved into a house who might need a toaster. Yeah. What do I do? I got on the phone to Twitter megastar George Poynton. I said, do you need a free toaster? He said, yes. Um, so I popped it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I 
popped it in a box and I thought I'd send like a, a funny little message along with it. Um, <laughs> so I thought, like, you got, you got to go low level with this stuff. So I call you like an ostrich sometimes because you got your head in the sand. Like you are an ostrich, yeah. like the Nigel. It Pearson. comes, it comes from the um, the very fav- if anyone hasn't seen it, it's the Nigel Pearson interview. He's he was mm. the manager of Leicester at the time, mm. and an interview asked him a question, and he goes, "If you believe that, you are an ostrich. You are an ostrich." And for now, whenever we come up with an opinion, me and Dan are an ostrich. Yeah. So the the package was addressed to a Dr. Oswald Stretch. Uh, Dr. Ostrich. Dr. Ostrich. <laughs> so I, I sent it off through DHL at work. And then the next day it was meant to arrive. I looked on like the tracker. I was like, oh, fuck, where's that parcel? I wonder if it's got there yet. And I realised that you live at number 25. And I'd sent it to number 35 mm-hmm. in error. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fucking hell, shit. And the thing is, at the end of the day, you know, if, if, it, if what was in the box was just a toaster... Wouldn't have been an issue, really, because no. whoever would have got it would open the in air and, you know, it'd have, it'd have been moved on past. Um, right, okay. Are you, are you keeping up so far? You've been told so well. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Your Dad, where I fumble my way through a story. Um, no, so I had to, I had to panic and, uh, and scramble the jets, get George on the phone and said, you have to fucking intercept the parcel that I've sent to the wrong house, because if the owner of that house opens that parcel I will be fired right, but I also didn't want to sort of spoil the fun and tell you what was inside uh, which added to the mystery um, now put yourself in the position of whoever lives at number 35 they've received a package for Dr Oswald Stritch I can if tell that was you my house, 35 yeah. I can tell you what they're like yeah yeah. What, what will help with this story is you segueing mm. to talk about the people who live at 35 I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to get through it now yeah go on um you live at number 35, you get a package for Dr. Oswald Stretch turn up at your door. If that was me, I'd open it, because yeah. I'd think that's someone I know doing a funny joke on me. On the, on the box, it says the name of the company that I work for. Mm. So you've never heard of them, you don't know who they are. They are definitely not a sort of company that would sell you toasters. You open up the box, inside, there's a toaster and a note that says, thanks so much for letting me fuck your mum, please enjoy this toaster. <laughs> Now, that package could only have been sent by me within my company. I'm the only one that sends stuff out. That's like my whole gig. Just immediately fired. Immediately fired. Dan, can we... Um, we've had a call in from someone who says um, you sent them a toaster and quite an abusive note. Do you know anything about it? I've got no idea. You'd have to double down and go like, well, I did fuck their mum and I just wanted to send a thank you. Uh, it's what I do with all of my sexual partners. They've, they've called up a little embarrassed um, because oh, that's been putting up publicly. On my end, I was like stood out in the driveway waiting for a DHL van because you had got me in such a panic that like your job was on the... You were like, if somebody finds this, I am fired. Please intercept yeah. it. So I just didn't go inside for like the whole morning. Just stood like arms crossed. <laughs> like fucking Rab C. Nesbitt. Like, stood on the front garden. Um, but it was okay it came to my address and Dan was very thankful that he fucked my mum yeah and and luckily I got to keep my job which I love so much (laughs) that is the equivalent of that guy opening the front door opening that girl's door and the boss being there yeah it's an immediate firing no way out of that you should tell your dad and ask, ask if your dad would get out of that situation 
Oh, I bet he would. I bet he'd have a way. Oh, I'll get out of that. Has anybody seen my phone? <laughs> Has anybody seen my toaster? My mental mates have only got to nick it and sent it through my desk. Um, awesome. Well, we've had a question from a famous man. Uh, so I think... Oh, yeah. Did we, did, was that sufficiently answered, the question from the famous man? I think so. Yeah, I think we basically yeah. just established that if you... Listen, to all the listeners, if you wake up tomorrow and there's 100k in your bank account... One honey K. Don't fucking tell anyone. Just live your life with a honey K. Don't even tell your significant other. No. Just do it. Just I like... No. Your life would suddenly turn into the fucking Truman Show, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Just going around doing things. 100, 100 K. I don't know how that at all equates to your life being like the Truman Show. I'll be honest with you, Dan. I've never seen it. <laughs> so, hopefully... Let's have some ads. Hello. Welcome to Tom Jones's Funeral Directors. I'm now offering funeral services nationwide. You'll hear such noises from me as Oh, ah, eee. And now I'm also offering funeral services for nemesises, where you'll hear noises such as Ha ha! Hey! Book now. Tom Jones's Funerals. Come on. Hi. I'm William H. Fuck. And I gotta be honest, not one of you people came to the Christmas lights opening in Millsboro last week. And it's pissed me off. So, I'm back to private investigating. If you need a private investigator, call me my fuck. I'm on L76-116238418. Where my fuck? I'll fucking investigate it for ya. Howie everybody, it's me, Joe McEldry, the winner of the 2000 and, um, let me check. Nine X Factor. I just wanted to let you know that I'm back with a brand new album. It features me, Joe McEldry, and also Steve Brookstein, who won the um, 2004 X Factor, and lots of other great features. Uh, I think um, Skepta's on it, and also, if he managed to get the recording in on time, Prince. Though I don't think he did. Uh, the album's called Just Round the Corner from Your Uncle Dave's House. And it's out this Christmas. Howie! Some fantastic ads there for some fantastic products. They are just mm. getting better. The quality has not dipped in those ads at all. It's a, it's a <laughs> steep trajectory. We're putting just as much effort in as we did in week one. Yes, there are two pods a week. Yes, we constantly have to text each other and say, please send me some ads. I need to put the please podcast out. <laughs> but the quality is not dipping. That's what we're saying. No, um, no. I, I, I had to do when we did not the last episode, the episode before. Um, I was at Laura's when you text me to say do the ads, and it's like it's just her. She's living a house share, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really like um, go into the kitchen or anything like that. Yeah. So I had to say like, I'll pause that a minute, so you can sit in silence whilst <laughs> I go. Oh, it's a Tom Jones spooky ghost Whoa, hey, ha-ha. <laughs> Ruined a perfectly nice evening. <laughs> um, hey, listen, we've been pining for it for weeks, Dan. Mm. We've had an email, haven't we? Oh, the time has finally come. Ayo. And boy, oh boy, it couldn't be less disappointing. Fair's fair. I'm just going to say his name because we promised if you email in, we will read out your name. Yeah. Simon Lillenstein. 
is it? Is it Simon? S- S- well, or is it's it Simon. It's spelled Simeon, which well, I think. Yeah. Well, that would, Simon. Well, that right? would be his name. Yeah. You can't no, just call but, people you know, what on. you want and say, "Well, I could be calling you Michael for years." How's your name spelled? <laughs> well, it's spelled David. Michael. Close enough. <laughs> uh, his, oh, Michael. I'm calling you Michael. His name's yeah, Simeon. But, like. His name is spelled S-I-M-E-O-N. Simon. Just behave, mate. Your name's Simon. Phonetically, Sim-E-On. Simeon. All right. Simeon Simon Lillenstein. <laughs> and I'll be honest, Simeon, that's, that's, that's as good as it, get, it, it goes for you. Just really, like, you, should, you should be happy with us checking out now. Being like, there's, there's, there's your name. Be happy with that. That's a big W. Yep. You, can, you can go. No, no. He goes on. No, hello. No. Uh, to the tune. Nothing. To the tune of. Uh, like, he's tried to write Eleanor Rigby, but he's put. To the tune of Eleanor A. Rigby. <laughs> yeah, don't you know that one? <laughs> Eleanor A. Rigby. Um, so, I mean, I, like, I, I think deep down I am funnier than reading this out. You think you're above a fan sending yeah. us an email? Yeah, I think I'm above... Like, I know it's the first one, but I think I'm above Simeon Lillenstein. <laughs> this is why people aren't sending us emails. Because you think you're <laughs> above them. Um, listen, Simeon, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate the email. I'll read it. So he's written, To the tune of Eleanor Rigby, uh, which he's brought up a previous pod, because mm. he's brought up yeah. your thing, so we know he's a listener. That's good. Sure. Thank you, Simeon. He's put, happy pod listener, playing the pod while he floats in the pool, dot, 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 passing a stool. So he's wanted to go for the, happy pod listener, playing the pod while he floats in the pool, passing a stool. Good stuff. Now, as a Beatle fan, as a fan of the band, the Fab Four, um, the lyrics go, Eleanor Rigby... Whatever the rest of the song is. You don't know, uh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've, you've got the beats wrong there, Simeon. Um, you've gone, yeah. happy pod listener, playing the pod while he floats in the pool. No, it's... So, listen, Simeon, email us back with an extra... And we'll 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 send you little finger football set. All right, yeah, mate. That, that's that's not enough. This to... this doesn't warrant. Also, no kind regards. No cheers, boys. No. No. Simeon just said, maybe he's not meant to email us at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to think it's not for us <laughs> at all because our, our email address is yourdadpod at gmail.com, which is obviously really close to your dad bod, which has got to be someone's email address, right? What? You think you think Simeon has tried to get a hold of, tried to send those lyrics to Eleanor Rigby to your dad bod at gmail.com. Yeah. That's you know people have got like wacky email names. That's gonna be someone's, isn't it? Sure, yeah. Um look, listen. I appreciate Simeon. Thanks for sending your email, but it needs to be better. If you wanna win the training yeah. cones and the football set, you know, if you wanna have a bloody good Christmas, do better than that, mate. All right. Um, I think I think like we are the we're, we're moving the goalposts a little bit 
with winning this finger football game because firstly it was a five star review mm. the first one like there was a mad rush yeah like uh, everyone and then was we just go said out. yeah then we said any review now we've said any email but now it's been like like a like a like a good a good email you gotta win it is, yeah you can't just you, you don't just it. like get it a buy yeah yeah so because then technically your dad is it true that your dad would win the football football set yes our 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 dad our dad what fuck what a twist what oh sorry fuck? mate yeah by the btw <laughs> <laughs> no i tell you now my dad is not fucking frigid all right <laughs> um sorry Simeon. Um, you gotta try harder brother Lenny Henry round, Lenny Henry round, Lenny Henry round, tis the same. No? No, because... I won't do it then. <laughs> no, because <laughs> he went, you know, like holidays are coming, and then just proceeded yeah. to sing holidays are coming. Do you know who, do you know who would write really good lyrics to the, hol- the Lenny Henry round? <laughs> Our boy Simeon. Simeon? Simeon Lillenstein. Lyricist. Head lyricist of your dad podcast. <laughs> Simeon, you are the head lyricist of your dad pod. Uh, so get in some lyrics for the Lenny Henry round to the tune of Holidays Are Coming. Holidays Are Coming. Holidays Are Coming. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, that's Simon's job for this week. All right, it's time for the Lenny Henry round. Eyes down for the fullest house you can imagine. Bursting at the seams like the Home Alone house. That's how full I want this house. The Home Alone George. house is empty. At the start of the movie. You know, and they're all having a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Question one. Which British comedian advertises the Premier Inn hotel chain? That's the end of the question. Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Could you repeat the question, please? Which British comedian advertises the Premier Inn hotel? Hotel chain. Yeah, I I think I'd like to guess. Okay, everybody, George is ready to answer. George, what is your answer to the Lenny Henry round? Lenny Henrit. Oh, you fucking asshole, George. It was so close. It's Lenny Henry. What a fucking dick. Well, that's the end of this round of Lenny Henry. Um, Join us next week where maybe we get a guy who knows some stuff. Huh? How about that? How about fuck you, George? Thanks for playing the Lenny Henry round. But you got it wrong, buddy. I appreciate that. appreciate your time. I've had a fun. Dickhead. What's up? We come up with an intro to this next round. What's it called? We got a new round. Yeah, we've got a new segment, and it's about we're about to hit you with a new segment with Dead Please. I, I, I know how we do it. You know that yeah. bit in Bohemian Rhapsody where it's like, Galileo, Galileo, Galileo. Yeah. Which yeah. do you want to be? Do you want to be Galileo? Do you want to be Galileo? I want to be Galileo. Okay, you go first. <clears throat> Hard lad. Soft lad. Hard lad. Soft lad. Hard lad. Wicked. Uh, this is Hard Lad, Soft Lad. Um, in this segment, me and Dan did not go to the same school. We went to the same university, but school we did not go to. Am I correct? Correct. We want to tell and put a theory out there just by name alone. Can you tell if somebody was a hard lad or a soft lad at school? Mm. We believe you this, can. This is very much a shout out along at home round. Yeah, you can join in for the, this one. If, if, if you're on the tube or on the bus or whatever, just go, hard lad! 
as loud as you can when you're playing along. Or soft, lad. Whatever your answer is. Whatever you think the answer is. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've got three each, right? Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go first or second? I would like to go first. Ooh. Normally, the person who goes first wins the penalty shootout. That's what they say. Mm. Luckily, we're not in a penalty shootout. George, hard lad or soft lad? Mm-hmm. Ben Baldwin Davis. That's it. Ben Baldwin Davis. <laughs> something in your jowls there. <laughs> uh, can you say it one more time? Ben Baldwin Davis. It's double barreled. Yeah, Nobody. but he could be like, I can fucking rough you up, you cunt. I'm Ben Baldwin Davis. But that doesn't sound like a hard lad. That sounds like a soft lad. You sent me a hard lad, doesn't that rough you up? Can I, can I ask, is he Ben? Hmm? But full name is Benjamin. I've given you his name, George. His name is Ben Baldwin Davis. He's a soft lad. That's one point to you, George. He Get is soft as shit. Nobody double-barreled is hard, and I will not. No. I will not agree to that. Tell me one person that's hard with a double-barreled name. Um, Jacob Reese fucking mug. Oi 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 oi, geezer. <laughs> All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Hard lad or soft lad, Dan? Mm. Liam Selby. That's Liam Selby. Do you know what? I mean, obviously, this is the first uh, round of um, hard lad, soft lad that we've committed to podcasts. But mm. obviously, we've played this game many times before. Yeah. I now I, I remember hearing that name, and I ne- I I can never remember when he comes up because it he either sounds like a hard lad or like the class moron. <laughs> like, oh god, I've got to start with Liam Selby. Mm. You see what Liam Selby had for his lunch today? It was a cup of tea crisps. <laughs> yeah, cup of tea crisps and two fruit yogurts that he just squeezed into his mouth directly. Weird as fuck. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. Two fruit yogurts squeezed into his mouth directly as opposed to where? Would, Would you, you squeeze them a, a little fucking spoon? In my hand. Squeeze into my hand. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. <laughs> eat, eat from my hand like a giraffe or a horse. Um, Liam Selby is the hardest lad in the school. <laughs> hard lad um, you're saying hard lad yeah that's one point Dan well done Liam Selby Get was him. a hard lad yeah he was. have that probably Love both it. actually he was probably both a hard lad and the biggest moron at school but ah, he was alright actually he was a funny guy like, like Jaws though like you know a bit thick but you wouldn't mess with him not the shark the baddie with the teeth from James <laughs> right <laughs> next round <laughs> um Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. Again, same situation that you've had. We've played this game before and I've heard that name. Sure. Um, say it one more time. Martin McDonough. Are you trying to... Martin yeah, no, nah, you tried to... Nah, I see what you've done there. You tried to throw me off. You're, you're trying to double bluff me and it will not work. Um, McDonough. Muck. McDonald like McDonald's but but slightly different yeah hard lad absolutely hard lad there isn't like anything muck yeah. fucking hard family Irish well, the, sounds which the, is the, they're quite hard yeah the the answer is 
Um, I haven't seen Martin McDonough since 2006. Oh. Um, but e- even now, there's a tangible threat that if he were to hear this, I'd he'd beat me up. He's Rightly the hardest so. lad around. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. hard. It's correct, he's a hard it, lad. He sounds like a hard lad. Martin McDonough sounds yeah. like a hard lad. Like um, uh, now, as 26, I wouldn't really want to fight the 11 year old Martin McDonough. <laughs> but not to be confused with Martin McCutcheon, who is not totally. a hard lad. She yeah. is a big softy, marries Hugh yeah. Grant in love, actually. Please don't get them confused. Um, if Dan, if you do anything, please don't do that. Yeah. Hard lad, soft lad. Yeah. Liam Ooh. Arkell. Uh, you cut out, so all I heard was Liam. Yep, that's his name. One name, like Kaka or Seal. <laughs> um, Liam Arkell. Liam Arkell? Yep. R-A-C-H. It's Arkell. Get over here, Arkell. Arkell's come in. John from next door. It's just going to be, it's just It's just a little thing, really. It's nothing massive. Just nibbles and stuff like that, but Arkell's definitely come in. R-A-C-H, like Ark. Hell. Yeah. No, it's like yeah. Arkell. A-R-K-E-L-L, I okay. think. Okay. Um, my name's Liam Arkell. My name's Liam Arkell. <sighs> neither neither sit immediately <laughs> with me as... It's hard on okay. that one, I thought. This is the thing. Right, I'll give you... like All of mine are Liam's. Oh, that's I, really difficult. I think Liam's the one of the hardest names to predict, a hard lad or a soft it is. lad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Soft lad. Yeah, he was a soft lad. Uh, Liam Markell's dad was a referee. For what? Sunday League. Yeah, he used to ref oh, us. Um, a right. really good story of he booked my friend. He was like <laughs> notoriously the, like the worst referee to have. Like he he straight read an eleven year old for like nothing. Um. <laughs> My mate Lewis got booked for coming on the pitch, right? The wrong side of the pitch. He got booked at like 11 years old and Liam played for our team. So at half time, <laughs> our manager, Dave, <laughs> got everyone around and went like, listen, we've had a good half there, boys. Like, well done. Listen, we know the ref's a cunt, so don't worry. <laughs> the poor lad was on our team. You just had to sit there and take it. Um, but yeah, he's a soft lad. But he's a nice he's lad. A he's man. a nice lad. His dad was hard work, but he's a nice lad. But, he's, but you said he's... Oh, I said soft. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's a soft lad. Don't worry, you got a point. Right, last one. So we're, t- we're, we're, we're two for two. Um, okay. I'm going to pull something spectacular out of the bag here. So a real curveball. George. Hard lad. Hard lad. <laughs> George pointing. <laughs> Hard lad or soft lad? Sandeep Rye. Okay, do you, do you want me to give you sort of... I'll put it in two contexts so you can sort of hear it. Just sort of help yes, me please. your answer. Yes, please. That would really be, be nice. You ready? Here's the first one. Fucking hell, Sandy Bry's coming. Or... Oh, Sandy Bry. <laughs> or... That doesn't help because both sounded feasible. Yeah. Maybe you're just, a, you know, you're just a good actor. Who knows? Well, I think Sandy Bry mm. is a hard lad. He's the hardest lad at secondary school. Yeah. He's yeah. absolutely correct. You're three for three. Well he fucking done. sounds it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he'd fucking he'd batter you as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, good. Last one. Uh, we'll close us yeah. out. Hard lad, soft lad. Liam Bagley. Liam Bagley. Um, 
Liam Bagley. Yeah, it, the, the like, I had an immediate gut reaction. Um, Liam Bagley, hard as nails. And Dan, that's three for three. You'd be absolutely right. Come on. But we'll say hard lad, but nice lad. Like, okay, he, he, like it was easy to get on with. But at the same time, you'd be like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna fight me. Then you'd cross a line, and mm. he'd, he'd fuck you up. Bear in mind, in year eleven, he had to tape his knuckles because he had love and hate tattooed on them. <laughs> but a nice lad, but genuinely a nice guy. Really nice guy. So salt of the earth. I can't wait salt to play that earth. next week. Yeah, probably three is too many. (laughs) (laughs) We'll cut it here then. Uh, How would you like to end the episode? I'd like to end on a question, please. Go. Uh, Is it true that your dad has been best man at ten weddings, including (laughs) his own? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Correct. (laughs) Bye.